Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. My business used to be weighed down by the complexities of in-person payments. Then, Tap to Pay on iPhone and Stripe came along and changed everything. With Tap to Pay on iPhone and Stripe, I streamlined my payment process effortlessly. Now I can accept in-person, contactless payments right from my iPhone. No extra hardware required. What's truly remarkable is how I can cater to all of my customers' payment preferences. Whether they're using cards, Apple Pay, or other digital wallets, tap to pay on iPhone and Stripe ensure a smooth checkout experience every time. And it's not just me. Stripe helps businesses of all sizes, from local markets to global retailers, scale quickly and stay agile. To learn how Tap to Pay on iPhone and Stripe can help grow your revenue and reach, visit stripe.com slash tap iPhone. An Elio's original. Welcome to Web Crawlers, the podcast where we do a deep dive into some of our favorite mysteries. Each week, we will introduce our topic, lay out our research and findings, reveal some conspiracy theories, and conclude with our own hypothesis. I am Allie Siegel. I am Melissa Stetton. And I, Producer Maria. Melissa, do we have any patrons? We have some patrons. We have Natalie, Hi, Rachel, Natalie. Tabitha. And Genevieve. Wow. Beautiful, beautiful, beautiful. What incredible names. Tabitha, Genevieve. Wow. Uh, Welcome to the team, guys. We're excited to have you. I'm very excited about today's main episode. Me too. It's about an app that we have all used before, most likely, and a documentary that hopefully you guys have all seen. Our episode today is about the new Netflix documentary, The Tinder Swindler. Ooh. Scammer Simon Leviev conned an estimated $10 million out of victims using the popular online dating app Tinder. How did I end up avoiding him somehow? (laughs) What happened to the women who didn't? How did he get away with this? Let's Let's get get into into it. it. 
By the way, this guy I know from high school, he didn't go to high school with me, but I knew him from high school growing up. His name is Justin Mateen, was one of the founders of Tinder. Oh. And if you don't know, the app Bumble was created by, I think her name was Whitney Wolf. She was one of the CEOs at Tinder, and she was being sexually harassed or something, or her boyfriend worked there, and then they broke up, and he was sexually harassing her or intimidating her, and she filed a, a thing with HR, and they didn't take it seriously, didn't do anything, so then she left and created Bumble. It's this Tinder... Oh, that's amazing. Yeah, and now she's a billionaire or something. But Tinder, Tinder's a weird place. Um, it's a weird place. I met an ex-boyfriend on Tinder. The guy I'm t- currently hanging out with I met on Tinder. Wow. He has wow. not scammed me yet. Anyways, who is <laughs> Simon Leviev or Leviev? I'm not sure. Is it Leviev? We'll never Levy? know. Well, Levy? It, it probably doesn't, it doesn't matter. He made it up anyways. It's Born, a fake name. It's a fake name, <laughs> so we can pronounce it any way we want. Born Shimon Hayut, the Israeli fugitive, fled Israel in 2011 to avoid fraud offenses that he committed in his early 20s. This guy was born a scammer. He's like the Firefest guy. With yeah, uh, magnesies and all that stuff. Magnesies. <laughs> that, whatever that credit card That's, was called. Yeah, magnesies. Magnesies, magnesis. <laughs> he ran off to Finland and he was sentenced actually to two years in a Finnish prison in 2015 when he was charged for defrauding three women. Yeah, and there's an article about this in the Times of Israel. And this article ends up being important later in our story. Mm. It helps to disclose that he is a scammer, and it helps to connect his new persona, Simon, with who he actually is, Shimon. Early on, he had defrauded three women in this romantic con and had actually gone to prison for it. He returned to Israel in 2017, but before he could be arrested again, he fled to Europe with a fake passport, which I hear is illegal, and he changed his name to Simon Leviev. And that's where this documentary picks up. His Instagram is Simon underscore Leviev underscore official, and it's no longer up. It was up when I looked at it a few days ago. Yeah, I think it was up the time of the documentary when it came out, and then he had to delete it. The same with his Tinder account. Apparently, he was active on Tinder as of Wednesday, and then they did an internal investigation, and they deleted his account and all associated accounts. But he was up to 200,000 followers on Wednesday when the documentary came out, and then he had to delete it i don't know why did he delete it i doubt that instagram deleted his account because they it takes a lot i don't care it takes a lot to get an account deleted i don't maybe he was getting he's got to change his name hate mail yeah he has to change his name again 
He claimed that he was the heir to LLD Diamonds, that he got the job from his dad. He said his dad was the king of diamonds, so therefore he was the prince of diamonds, and he was just loaded. He had a baby daughter who was almost two, but he and the mother were no longer together. So that is a bit of his backstory. Now, also as a child or as a teenager, he used to make fraudulent checks. He would steal checks from employers. So he's been a scammer. Damn, he's catch always me if you can. Seriously, he's been a scammer from day one. Here's how the story starts. This woman named Cecilia matches with Simon on Tinder. They meet the next morning for coffee at the Four Seasons. I believe it's the Four Seasons London. This happens all internationally. This whole story occurs in Amsterdam, London, Bulgaria, Copenhagen. It's it's Mykonos. This is not. A, this is an international story, not United States. Thank God. Ooh la la. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> After their coffee date, which apparently went well, I guess, Simon sends Cecilia back home with his driver in his own personal Rolls Royce. He then asks her if the next day he wants to go, she wants to go on a private jet with him to Bulgaria. He says he has business there and he would like her to accompany him. For some reason, she says yes. Look, I... Oh, no. I was oh, like... No. <laughs> no, if I was like... Well, this woman was like maybe late 30s. Yeah, she was, was she too like old for 30s, this behavior. Early 40s. If I was like 22, I would have probably done it. Yes. If I was in my early 20s and this guy perceived as rich said, do you want to go on my private plane? I'm the heir to it. Like, Fuck yeah. In my 30s, I'd be like... Uh, uh-uh. <laughs> I'm not going on a pl- on a plane with you to a Bulgaria, if that's even no, a that's, place. You're going to get sex trafficked <laughs> yeah, immediately. Yeah, no thank you. But this woman says yes, which includes giving passport information. Oh, yeah. All this nutter butter stuff. They meet at the airport and Simon's daughter and his ex the baby mom are also on the airplane. So this yeah, strange. This second date includes a private plane to Bulgaria with this man's ex-girlfriend and their daughter. And she's like, okay, why yeah, not? She's like, okay, sure. Everyone's really nice. Totally oblivious. <laughs> she says uh, the baby mama said Simon is a wonderful father who still supports them even though they aren't together anymore. So Cecilia continues to think that this is a great guy. She's excited. She's taking videos on the PJ, whatever, basic, basic behavior. (laughs) That night, Cecilia sleeps with him and she sees some marks on his back. She asks him, what are these? He says that he had been in jail in South Africa when a diamond deal went wrong and someone had betrayed him. What does that even mean? He said that he had ended up in jail for false pretenses and he was manhandled there because he was Jewish. Sure. (laughs) 
how does a diamond deal go wrong? How do you end up in jail under false pretenses? Blood diamonds. I guess that's it. Who betrayed him? After this, his enemies. His enemies. <laughs> he talks about enemies. If you're if you drink and you haven't watched this documentary yet, a good drinking game would be to drink every time they say the word enemies. It's insane. <laughs> She, Cecilia feels bad for him after this story. She's like, oh, poor guy. They committed a hate crime against you. She ignores the blood diamond deal going wrong and going to jail because of his enemies. Simon says that he has a big deal. He has to go. He has to get done. The deal is worth $70 million and there's tons of threats surrounding his security his head of security is this guy who looks like a giant thumb and his name is peter he shows cecilia pictures that he had gotten in the mail of bullets and funeral flowers he shows videos of alleged break-ins to his apartment and says that he needs to stay away from london for a while And of course, this makes Cecilia really worry about him. She's like, oh, no, this guy who's treating me so nicely, who's heir of a diamond company, is being followed by all these people, and people want to kill him, and I have to worry about him. So dangerous. Yeah, dangerous man. One of Cecilia's friends Googles Simon's family and finds out that they're an incredibly powerful family with close ties to Vladimir Putin. At this point, this LLD diamonds, Cecilia hadn't talked to him in a while at this point. So she checks his Tinder to see his location. And she sees that Simon is in another country. And also that he had updated his Tinder pictures. Uh Oh, red flag. Always a bad <laughs> sign. If you're dating someone and they've updated their Tinder. Oh, no. She calls him out on it, and he sends her this WhatsApp message saying that he doesn't even use Tinder and that he had deleted the account and that they were were in an exclusive relationship, which is an obvious lie because (laughs) (laughs) he's on Tinder, he's updated his profile, and she's tracking his location on it, which is a really fun thing to do. If you have matched with someone- I didn't know you could do that. Oh, my God. If you've matched with someone, it says- how many miles they are away from you. So if they don't delete their profile, you can see if they live one mile away from you and then all of a sudden they're seven miles away from you, you can be like, oh, they're running an errand or, oh, they're at some bitches it doesn't say mi- where they are it just says how many miles away from you they no are. it's not like they're cheating on you at rebecca's house but you just it doesn't say <laughs> like it doesn't say they're in the house yeah. it doesn't say like lock the door yeah, it doesn't say where they they're are in the house it just says it just says how many miles they are from you then comes another woman her name is pernilla and she's girl too kind of although it turns out there's a there's 10 million dollars worth of women Pernilla is independent, and she lives a life of luxury. She seems kind of rich or like she's a trust fund kid. She likes traveling and luxury, and she wants to attract the same. So she's on Tinder, and she finds someone she thinks is her equal, Simon. Both of these ladies are like blonde 
Dutch yes. looking ladies. They all look kind of similar. They he's, all, like, he's got a type. Yeah. He's got a type. He texts Pernilla, Simon texts. So obviously he gets her number immediately because she says he texts. He texts Pernilla and sees if she wants to visit him in Amsterdam. Pernilla at this point is in Stockholm. He asks for her passport details and he books her a flight the next morning from Stockholm to Amsterdam. So now she has given all of her passport information to a complete stranger. But he's using his own money to book her ticket. So she's like, ooh, he must be rich. Well, no, 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 no. He's not. Later, Well, his own money. Quote, unquote, his own money. Later, when the journalists start investigating and they find the receipts... They see that the a lot of the credit cards that are being used to pay for stuff are under other women's names. Yeah, but she thinks that he's buying her a plane ticket. Yes. So Pernilla says yes, meets him in Amsterdam. They go to lunch. All the servers know Simon there. They have a caviar tasting. Pernilla thinks that Simon is just like her and can give her this amazing life of luxury. They kiss, and there's no romantic energy, I guess, is what she says. But they decide to stay friends because they have a lot in common. So mm-hmm. they continue to have a platonic relationship through this. Yeah. Now, back to uh, Cecily. Cecilia. 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 I, throughout this doc, I, I start calling them different names, I realized. Because <laughs> I was just like, they're Cecile. all the same. Cecilia. 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 There's so many women. Simon is away on business a lot, being on Tinder all around the world. And he asks Cecilia. 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 (laughs) He asks Cecilia to move in with him. It's unclear how long in the documentary they've been dating for at this point. Right. I I thought it was like... A couple months? Yeah, I couldn't tell if it was a month or if a year had gone by, but it seems like a very short period of time. She says yes, even though it appears that they have never lived in the same place at the same time and pretty much only communicate on WhatsApp. Simon tells Cecilia that the budget for an apartment is $15,000 a month. Big baller. So she talks to him on FaceTime. They do tours of different apartments to figure out where they should sign a lease. And then she ultimately makes an offer on an apartment for the two of them. But I'm confused. You have to do a credit check and bank information. So when she makes the offer on apartment, I was thinking, what? What bank information are they checking? Maybe she had some money saved, like, yeah, uh, initially. I don't know. Or maybe this is one of those things where Simon had, uh, had had someone else dump in a lot of money to a bank account. So when they were, oh, fake bank. Oh, of course, it was probably fake bank records. Yeah, fake. He gets away with a lot. Yeah. Then one night, Simon texts Cecilia a photo saying that Peter, the bodyguard, was hurt. Simon. Oh, no. no. Simon says someone tried to stab him and Peter intervened. Simon says that they were going after Cecilia and so that they tried to stop this person. 
Simon sends her a video of them in an ambulance. They're both all bloody and getting stitches. Simon says that because of security, he's now not allowed to use any of his credit cards anymore because his enemies are tracing all of his transactions. Also, his voice at first, I thought they were using a computer-generated voice. Yes, I noticed that too. But then I realized... He's like, hello, I need you to send me $50,000 because of my enemies are trying to get me. I noticed that, too, that sometimes it sounded super robotic. And yeah. I didn't know if that was a language difference or if sometimes I think it's just a language. He just uses just an app. Cadence. To, yeah, I, I had no it was really bizarre. Yeah. So he asked if he could use some of her cards for a period of time, just for two weeks while his enemies cool off and <laughs> my enemies get off his back. <laughs> she says, yes, of course, she loves him. They're planning on living together. She's worried about his and her safety. So she makes an Amex in her name, but he immediately maxes it out. He asks her to come to Amsterdam and bring her bring him $25,000 in cash because it's untraceable. She does not have that kind of money, especially after he just maxed out her credit card. So she takes out a quick loan. Oh, no. I'm assuming those loans have like the highest interest on them. For sure. This is the first of many loans yeah. She ultimately takes out $250,000 worth of loans oh. to give to Simon. Which, Cecilia. Which she never gets back. No. Then one day, Simon deletes his Instagram. He asks Cecilia to make hers private because he says his enemies are tracing him and are after them. My enemies. Simon, they're together. She... Comes to Amsterdam to give him the $25,000. Simon gets a call. He puts it on speakerphone. It's Peter. Peter says, Simon, there's a huge security breach. You need to leave immediately. Turn off the lights in the apartment. You're in danger. Take the $25,000 and get out of there immediately. You can leave Cecilia, though. She's okay. <laughs> so Simon, <laughs> Simon takes the money and leaves. That was the most confusing part where I was like, okay, so you're in huge danger and you have to get out of there and turn off all the lights in the apartment, but Cecilia can stay. Yeah. There's no actual danger. There's no real danger. This is part of the scam. But if I was Cecilia, I'd be like, uh, shouldn't I go with you? Simon leaves Amsterdam with the $25,000. He goes to Stockholm and immediately goes to party with Panilla. Pernilla? Pernilla. <laughs> Pernilla. Pernilla, Panilla. With P- Pernilla. <laughs> they go to the club. Simon is paying for everything champagne, bottle service, tables, and he's paying for it all with Cecilia's cash. Amazing. Yes. Great scam. Great scam. No notes. Okay. Now, <laughs> this part I was really confused by. So, hopefully, you can explain it to me, Melissa. Simon calls Cecilia and asks for her passport details so he can put her into the employment records of LLD Diamonds for quote-unquote security reasons 
And then she started getting pay slips and was earning $94,000 a month. All right. So that allowed her to raise her Amex credit card limit. So then Simon could use more on the credit card. And then he sends her $250,000. So was it she could join, quote unquote, LLD Diamonds? Yeah. So then she had a record of making fake payslips saying she was making all this money so he could get more Amex credit cards in her name. Got it. So they were fake payslips. Okay. So they weren't, it wasn't real money. So then when he sent her $250,000, was that also a fake check? Was that the money that she never got or she got a receipt of it, but then she went to the bank and they're like, no, you didn't get any of this money. Okay. Maybe. maybe Was that that what happened? Or maybe he did send it first, sent the money first, and she was like, oh, okay, great. Yeah. So that made her feel comfortable with sending more and more money to him, and then he just never paid her back after that. Yeah, I think that maybe that was money he probably borrowed from someone else, someone else to yeah. put into the account for them to use, or maybe for the apartment or something. That part kind of yeah, confused me. Like that. Simon calls Pernilla and says that he has a new girlfriend, a new model girlfriend, and she is named Polina. Oh, boy. (laughs) (laughs) Buckle up with these names, guys. So Simon and Paulina decide to meet Pernilla in Mykonos, Greece. (laughs) Paulina is a young Russian model. Yeah, she's super hot. She's hot to trot. (laughs) Cecilia thinks that Simon is coming to Norway to meet her family, but he never shows up. She calls and calls, and eventually Simon calls back saying he cannot come there because Peter says he needs to stay away. It's a security risk. There's too many enemies. There's too many enemies, but he's really just in Mykonos partying with Pernilla and his new girlfriend. He charters helicopters, hotels, and yachts. He keeps calling Cecilia and says that she needs to transfer more money into the account. (sighs) for quote-unquote business stuff, but it's really just a front for this vacation with Pernilla and his new girlfriend. So fucked up. (laughs) But also, like, why is she doing this? At some point, I'd say we need to put an end to this behavior. Yeah. Each time Simon maxes out the card, Cecilia takes out new loans. I'd say, hey, you take out a loan. Or have your bodyguard take out a loan. But he can't. He has too many enemies. Simon has created so much perceived danger that Cecilia thinks she has to protect him. Yeah. Simon is now traveling all around Europe with Pernilla and Polina. And at this point, Cecilia is taking out 250000 worth of loans. God. She goes to Amsterdam to meet up with Simon because Simon is saying, finally... He's ready to give her a check to pay her back for these loans. Mm -hmm. But the check does not go through. No, it doesn't. (laughs) She calls the bank. She calls Simon and Simon says, Simon says, call the bank. I've, I've given you the check. There's nothing I can do. I don't know what's going on. This is the bank's problem. Call the bank. Yeah. He's like, I've done my part. So yeah, you figure it out yourself. She says they're not going to cash it, but can't tell Cecilia why. 
Yeah, they don't give her a reason why. They don't give her a reason why. She calls Simon again, and Simon is like, shut the fuck up. I gave you the check. Calm down. Cecilia no longer recognizes this version of Simon. She says he's cold and dark and just over it. Cecilia has nine different creditors on her ass. She calls the Amex helpline, and they can hear how stressed she is. And they say, hey, we're going to come to you. Imagine if you call Bank of America and they say, we're (laughs) going to come to your house. That's a bad, (laughs) bad sign. That's not good. (laughs) Yeah. Bank's like, we uh, hang on. I need to come to your house What's your address? We're coming over. (laughs) She thinks that she's going to get in trouble for taking out multiple loans and being unable to pay them back. She's worried about falsifying information. Instead, they ask to see a picture of Simon. She shows them, and they reveal that they've been looking for him and that he's indeed a scammer who's done this to multiple women. Damn. He's a professional. He does this for a living. He's not the son of a billionaire. He has no affiliation with LLD Diamonds. He is not real. Everything is a lie. In fact, it's later revealed, I'm pretty sure, that he's the son of a rabbi from a low-income family in Tel Aviv. Mm-hmm. Let's take a quick break for announcements. Webcrawlers has a Patreon to get access to rewards, bonus episodes, video episodes a day early, ad-free episodes. Please go to patreon.com slash webcrawlers. You can donate as little as $2 a month to become one of our patrons. And if you just like the podcast and want to support us and what we do, just give us, throw us a bone. We also have a Discord, uh... Which we yes. usually don't. <laughs> yes. Are you wow, demon voice. Are you okay? Are you... That was yes. Crazy. Um, yes. I looked our Discord. <laughs> yes. Yes. Our Discord has like seven hundred people or something in it. Oh, actually, it's six hundred and sixty-nine. Nice. Nice. <laughs> um, so if it's, it's a, a lot of people, it's a lot of people and it has a really sure great community. Is. So join our web crawlers discord. What do you do? You just download discord and search web crawlers. There's the link is in the show notes. Oh, okay, great. For, I don't know. You can just click on that because you have to have an, an invite. Oh, shit. Okay, great. So do that. Uh, I don't know how that stuff works. So click that link. And it's not just web. It's not just uh, podcast talk. It's talk about recipes and movies and music there's all sorts of different categories of different categories oh yeah yeah. let me tell you some of these categories you wouldn't even (laughs) believe it uh did we create a new internet i wonder i wonder if this is like the new internet is the okay but my favorite one is maria's beastie boys discussion Mm -hmm. (laughs) that's where maria maria could just (laughs) talk about her beastie boys Cor- coroner's <laughs> corner where you if there's any coroner's reports you want to get into other podcasts a uh, new episode discussion memes movies haunted stories a general one where if you just want to chat catch up with your friends pet pictures maria's recipes maria you've started a lot of channels <laughs> just, uh, no i didn't start those i think i, I didn't start them, them. Okay, okay. There was a there was a lot of demand for Maria's recipes and Maria's BC boys. I was like, I gotta start a whole new channel for these. Maria's a fan Sorry. favorite. And then there's also uh 
regional bimbos, Australian, Canadian, European, international, Midwest, Northeast, Southeast, Southwest, Rocky Mountain, Rocky Mountain bimbos. <laughs> Rocky Mountain bimbos. We should create a beer. That sounds like a alcohol. Rocky Mountain bimbos. Yeah. West Coast yeah. bimbos. Um, so guys, join that team as well. Also, please rate and review us on Apple Podcasts. We'll read your review and give us five stars on Spotify. Arios also has a hotline. Insert jingle here. 626-604-6262. It's really been popping off. Please continue to call us. My business used to be weighed down by the complexities of in-person payments. Then, Tap to Pay on iPhone and Stripe came along and changed everything. With Tap to Pay on iPhone and Stripe, I streamlined my payment process effortlessly. Now I can accept in-person, contactless payments right from my iPhone. No extra hardware required. What's truly remarkable is how I can cater to all of my customers' payment preferences. Whether they're using cards, Apple Pay, or other digital wallets, Tap to Pay on iPhone and Stripe ensure a smooth checkout experience every time. And it's not just me. Stripe helps businesses of all sizes, from local markets to global retailers, scale quickly and stay agile. To learn how Tap to Pay on iPhone and Stripe can help grow your revenue and reach, visit stripe.com slash tap iPhone. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello, fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Now, back to our program. Eventually, Simon calls Cecilia from another number, a blocked number, and he threatens her. He tells her to watch out because every action will have a reaction from him. <laughs> She's terrified because she has creditors coming after her. Simon has all her passport information. He knows where she lives. He knows her family, her credit cards, etc. They live together or he she lives right. in an apartment that he's <laughs> never at. Cecilia becomes suicidal and she puts herself in a psychiatric ward. Yeah, bad, bad shape. Yes. Now back to Simon and Pernilla. Well, the whole time this whole Cecilia thing was happening and she blocked his number, I'm like, no, girl, you got to scam him back. Yes, finally, you gotta someone pretend does. That you don't know. Finally, someone does. Thank God, because we'll get yeah. to it. It turns yeah. out while Simon was dating Cecilia, he, well, he had a, a, another girlfriend, Polina, but he also had another girlfriend who <laughs> he was also, who lived also in Amsterdam, 
who he also was looking for apartments with to move in with, she is the one who ends up getting scamming Simon. Simon texts Pernilla a bunch of news articles. So now Simon can't scam Cecilia anymore. She yeah, she's she figured it out. She figured finally. it out finally. <laughs> now Simon only has Pernilla and this other girl. So Simon texts Pernilla a bunch of news articles about LLD diamonds, which he has no affiliation with, but he is pretending to be the heir of. He says his dad is being investigated in a diamond smuggling case. He tells Pernilla that he had to shut down all of his credit cards. He tells Pernilla one of his employees jumped from a building and killed herself. But Simon thinks that she was murdered by his enemies. His enemies. (laughs) Pernilla starts getting scared. A few days later, Simon texts her pictures of Peter with a bleeding head and videos from an ambulance. They are the exact same photos and videos that he had sent Cecilia months before. It's a great scam. So this is his normal scam. He woos someone, makes them think he's rich, then creates some drama or fear with his enemies sends this weird video and pictures of him being threatened and bleeding, says he has to shut down all his credit cards so that he doesn't get tracked and then asks for money. The video is probably from like them getting into a fight at the bar or something one night. For sure. (laughs) He probably touched a girl's butt and then their boyfriend beat him up. And then they were like, this is a great opportunity to take video. (laughs) Simon says he needs a favor from... Pernilla, he says he needs $30,000. And she is like, okay, you've been my best friend for a year. We've traveled the world together. You've always paid for everything. So why not? Cecilia gets wind that Simon might have another name, Shimon Hayut. She Googles it and she finds this article from before about he's how he's actually defrauded three Finnish women in 2015. How he went loves to, the Finnish women. Yes, how he went to prison. He had told those women that he was Mossad. Cecilia decided that since the cops obviously weren't going to do anything about this, that she would have to. Hell yeah! And she's like, okay, it really sounds that she sounds like Shimon and Simon are the same person. So she decides to go to journalists about it, to go to the newspapers. She turns over 400 pages of texts and videos. The journalists go to Israel to see if Simone Leviev is indeed the same person as Shimon Hayut. They're directed to a poor area of Tel Aviv. They run into Simon's mom. And she says he hasn't seen she hasn't seen Simon since he was 18 years old. Damn. But she says Simon is Shimon. They go to the local police as well. The police recognizes the photo of Simon. 
They say, yes, in 2017, Shimon Hayut changed his name to Simon Leviev in order to create a fake passport and leave Israel for fraud crimes there. He also uses the name Mordecai Nassim. He has fake passports, and he's been a scammer, like I said, since his teens. The journalists decide to contact Pernilla because they start investigating Simon's bank records and see all the women that he has been in contact with. Pernilla forwards the messages from the journalist to Simon, and Simon tells her not to worry. It's just his enemies coming after him again. It's fake, baby. It's my enemies (laughs) are coming after me (laughs) to discredit my name. Pernilla decides to talk to the journalists, though, just to hear their side of the story. And she's convinced. She's like, this all makes sense. This all adds Mm -hmm. up. He actually is a scammer. The journalists reveal Simon is essentially running a Ponzi scheme. He's using Cecilia's money on Pernilla, Pernilla's money on Paulina and someone else. He never has his name on a credit card, so he can just say the money was given to him. He was able to travel a lot. He never stays a long time in one place. So it makes it hard for local authorities to really go after him. It's a great scam because he never uses his name on anything. It's always like women using their names. So it's as if he they were giving the money to him. Like it wasn't a loan. It's not borrowing it. There's no agreement to pay it back. It's just... It's almost like he's a sugar baby is how he's behaving. Yeah. Um, Sugar baby (laughs) behavior. He has this other girlfriend at the same time, Aileen Charlotte. She finds out that her boyfriend is the Tinder swindler because of these articles that Cecilia has published with the journalist. And Aileen notices tons of similarities between the article and her relationship with Simon. They've been dating 14 months at this time. Damn. Yes. And the article had videos, videos Simon had sent to Cecilia. And they were exact same videos that he had sent to Aileen. Same clothing, same time. So Simon had sent a video to Cecilia in a private jet saying, Hi, Cecilia. I miss you, baby. Blows a kiss. And then it's the exact same video to Aileen. Hi, Hi, Aileen. Yeah. I love you, baby. And like Peter's in the background going like, hey, what's up? Yes. Exact same outfit, exact same moment, films three videos in a row and just shooting them (laughs) off to everyone he's scamming. It's like on Cameo. Literally, (laughs) yes. So he was dating Cecilia and Aileen at the same time and probably even more. When Mm -hmm. Cecilia was looking for places to live, Aileen was also looking for places uh, for them to live as well in the same place. Aileen also got videos from the ambulance and knife fight as well. But one of the most horrible things is that Aileen had been beaten up in the past and assaulted. Oh, right. Way prior to meeting Simon. So when Simon said that he was being tracked by enemies and that they could be victims of assault or hurt. Aileen took it super seriously because that had happened to her before. So she kept being like, of course, I'll give you money. I'll do anything to keep us safe. I've been in this situation before. So she was even more likely to go along with the scam. Aileen reads this article while she's on an airplane. 
And she calls the police and says, uh, I think I'm dating the Tinder swindler. And the police say they need more time to make the case. Aileen calls Pernilla and says, hey, I'm going to take down Simon myself. Because she's smart and she doesn't text Simon like, what the fuck? You're lying to me. She's like, hold on. She's a girl boss vigilante and she knows how to take a man down. Aileen tells Simon, she goes, I love you. I don't believe any of this stuff. I want to help you. Let me know if you need anything, any money or help. She's lying because she wants to swindle the twin. The swindler. The twin. She's going to swindle the Tinder swindler. (laughs) Simon asks Aileen to pawn her car and sell her house to get money. (laughs) It's so crazy because she's like, I don't have any money left. He's like, well, can you pawn your car? She's like, no. Insane. Aileen (laughs) says, "Um, baby cakes. I'm actually not going to do that. But if you want to sell some of your clothing, we can generate some money because Simon only wears Gucci and Louis Vuitton and all this shit. So... They decide to sell some of Simon's clothing. Simon sends a credit card to Aileen with the name David Sharon on it, which is assumingly his next identity that he's going to use and start making fake stuff for. Then Simon takes Aileen to a plastic surgeon. They go to a plastic surgeon together. Simon tells the plastic surgeon that he wants to change his nose, his lips, his cheekbones, his chin, and everything. So he can look like a different person to hide his identity. I imagine, what what do you think he told Aileen at that point? Because, I mean, Aileen in her head knows this is a criminal. This is why he wants to change his face. Yeah. But do you think Simon just said... I want to look a little different or... Yeah, I guess. He's probably like, I just want to like, you know, I'm just not really happy with my nose. Yeah. Yeah. The plastic surgeon is like, "Uh, no, I'm not going to do that. The only people who want that kind of extensive surgery are criminals. And Simon... (laughs) That's crazy. Yeah. Good for him. If if it was Los Angeles, the guy, the surgeon would have been like, great. What else do you want? Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. You probably need a little more, Yeah, probably. I think you need more. Do you have you ever heard of uh, Botox or fillers? (laughs) Simon starts crying because he can't get the surgery. And Aileen is like, ha ha, what a fucking punk. Simon... Aileen, Simon keeps sending clothing to Aileen, Aileen, Aileen or Eileen, whatever this girl's name is, is selling it, but she's keeping all the money. Simon keeps asking Aileen what she sold and she's lying and being like, oh, I haven't sold anything yet, but she's making tons of money and she's keeping all of it. When Simon realizes that Aileen is keeping all the money for himself, he goes nuts and starts sending her a bajillion threatening voice notes. It's crazy. Yeah. So what's happening now? Simon got arrested on a fake passport by Interpol under the name David Sharon. Oh, yeah, because Eileen called the police and was like, you want this guy? He's on an airplane. Yes. He's about to land in like Greece, I think. Yeah. 
So because he had sent her that fake credit card with the name David Sharon, she was able to alert the authorities and say, hey, this is his next identity that he's going to be using. He is making passports and credit cards. And then she also knew everywhere that he was going since she had kept up this ploy of I'm still your girlfriend. So she was able to take him down with the police. He had no idea that. It was her. So all the bitches, they're partying in the group chat. He's finally arrested. As of Wednesday, like we said, when the documentary came out, he was allegedly still active on Tinder, but now they're saying that he's not. Simon was arrested to 15 months for crimes that he committed in Israel, but he was arrested after five months. He was not released. Yeah, excuse me. Sorry. He was released after five months. He was not charged for anything he did to any of the women. No, it was only for fraud, for having, like, fake passports. Yeah, only for fake passports. He launched a new website where he offers business <laughs> advice for free. We, I need to look at this website. I didn't look at it. That's so funny. I, he might have taken it down. He might have taken it down. Oh, the fee was $311 for business advice. I remember that. Oh, he's recently taken it down. He took down the website. Yeah, as he should. I mean, he's obviously everyone's going to be coming after him. His bodyguard and his business partner were never charged with anything. Polina and Simon broke up, but he is currently living in Israel with his new girlfriend, an Israeli model. All the women are still paying off their debts to loan sharks, oh, yeah. which absolutely sucks. And yeah, I think a couple of them have claimed bankruptcy. Yeah. And sucks. Simon, as of recently, was just on Instagram looking rich as hell. Yeah, he's still just being rich as hell and traveling and obviously still scamming people. Yeah, you found this amazing BuzzFeed article about facts from the documentary. And it says, <laughs> in December 2020, Simon reportedly pretended to be a medical worker to receive an early dose of the COVID vaccine. Love a scammer. <laughs> Love a scammer. Two days after the documentary was released, Simon posted on his Instagram page saying that he was getting ready to say his side of the story. It's no longer (laughs) active, though, as we said. Lev Leviev, the real king of diamonds, reportedly filed a complaint with the Israeli police previously over Simon pretending to be his son. (laughs) They were not pleased with Simon's exploits, obviously. Saying, oh, because LLD Diamonds is like a real... They're real. I initially thought it was a fake website that he made, but it's the actual company. Yeah, like how did he choose them? They issued a statement. Our sympathies go out to his victims. His fraud also caused ongoing confusion about <laughs> our company. Nothing he has said about LLD or anything else should be believed. Simon previously denied the allegations against him. I have the right to choose whatever name I want. I never presented myself as the son of anyone, but people use their imaginations. Yes, he did. Maybe their hearts were broken during the process. I never took a dime from them. These women enjoyed themselves in my company. They traveled and got to see the world on my dime. What? No. No. Yeah, he only served five months out of 15-month sentence. Yeah. Three months ago, Simon appeared to give an interview as an international expert on real estate. Oh, no. Oh, yeah. He gave an interview as like pretending to be a real estate expert. And then he said like a couple weeks ago, he's like, yeah, I have a Netflix biopic coming out. 
which is not not false. <laughs> like yeah, bragging about this false. coming out. <laughs> yeah, his his real dad is the chief rabbi for LL, LL Airlines. Pernilla and Cecily are best friends. Well, that's oh yeah, the two ladies like they travel together and hang out. Maybe sometimes it is about the friends you make along the way. Yeah, it really is. That's kind of sweet. Well, that's the Tinder swindler. Swind- <laughs> that's swindler the Tilda Swinton, Swinton for you. The real Tinder, <laughs> Tilda Swinton of it. I, I mean, if someone uses WhatsApp, if they ask for money, if they say they have enemies, if they ask for any of your passport information, that all seems... Not good. No, but you said bump. You sent a thing that Bumble put like a screenshot. Yes, yes. So Bumble, when you swipe on Bumble now, a screenshot comes up and it says how to catch a romance scammer, and it says. They ask you for money and it's urgent. They avoid meeting in person. They push for the relationship to move emotionally fast. They avoid answering answering personal questions, but ask a lot. They want to move the convo off Bumble quickly. And then they also have an article. Here's how to protect yourself from romance scams. If they ask for money, they have an urgent need for you to send them money Scammers often tell heartbreaking stories to gain your sympathy and convince you to give them money. It's a long distance connection. So many red flags in this. These ladies were just like, maybe they were just lonely and they're like, ooh, this like rich young guy wants to date me and his life is like dangerous and exciting. Listen, bitches be lonely, but... <laughs> yeah. The moral of the story is don't give men money ever. <laughs> don't ever give them money no matter what. No matter what they say, no matter what enemies they have, no matter how many private jets they take you on, no mm. matter how many ambulance videos they send you. Never give don't. never give a Even man if money. If you're married to them, if they're your husband, don't ever give them money. Don't ever <laughs> give a man money is the moral of the story. And also never date someone named Simon, I think is another important thing. Sure. Yes. Sure. Unless it's one of the chipmunks you gotta or oh no, that's Sheldon. I was gonna say or young Sheldon. Young Simon. <laughs> Alrighty then. Well, if you have any comments about the Tinder swindler. Oh, I did it. If you've been swindled. If you've been swindled. You did do it. You did it. I did it. Finally. It only took it only took fifty-two minutes and four seconds for me to say the, <laughs> the, the, the name of this episode correctly. Melissa, where can people reach us? You can email us at webcrawlerspod at gmail.com. All right. Well, I am Allie, I have no enemies, I don't think. Actually, you know who my enemy is? Who? Actually, no, I'm not going to say it. I have no enemies, Seagull. Uh, A bird just flew into the window. No! But they're okay. They're okay. They flew into it, and now I see them on a branch, so they're okay. 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 But they did hit the window they did hit the window. Were you th- were God. you thinking anything bad? You thinking about your enemies? 
I was I was staring at that bird and I was like magnetically trying to get it to me and then all of a sudden it came <laughs> rushing toward oh, the window. Shit. Uh oh. <laughs> okay. Um, and I'm Melissa. I have my enemies are after me, Stetton. And I'm producer Maria PJ Blasucci. Fuck yeah, baby. Because cool. peanut butter and I jelly. I like you said PJ. Private jet. <laughs> private oh, I jelly. Know. I, private. <laughs> <laughs> Do you want to hear a joke that you're probably going to cut out? Sure. Yes. What's the difference between jam and jelly? What? You can't jelly your penis into someone's butt. (laughs) Oh my god. Ugh. Okay. (laughs) Bye. Bye. Powered by ACAST. My business used to be weighed down by the complexities of in-person payments. Then, Tap to Pay on iPhone and Stripe came along and changed everything. With Tap to Pay on iPhone and Stripe, I streamlined my payment process effortlessly. Now I can accept in-person, contactless payments right from my iPhone. No extra hardware required. What's truly remarkable is how I can cater to all of my customers' payment preferences. Whether they're using cards, Apple Pay, or other digital wallets, Tap to Pay on iPhone and Stripe ensure a smooth checkout experience every time. And it's not just me. Stripe helps businesses of all sizes, from local markets to global retailers, scale quickly and stay agile. To learn how Tap to Pay on iPhone and Stripe can help grow your revenue and reach, Visit stripe.com slash tap iPhone. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started.